Hello, I'm Felicia Vereen, always known as Fee. Hey, Fee, and I'm your girl, Sharita Three, better known as Red. And, and we are Inspire Her, the Total Woman podcast, a new podcast all about uplifting you. Yes. Because, friends, face it, you are awesome. We'll be chatting up about topics we love to talk about, all the things we as women must juggle every day and the issues we complain about. Who's listening? We'll chat about the struggle, the job, and about him. Mm. You know who you're talking about. That boo, husband, boyfriend, ex, whatever you're calling them today. Mm. Our lovely hellions. I mean, kids. Our angels. But seriously, friends, life happens, and we don't always get a chance to talk about it. We take it on the chin, and we keep it moving. Because that's what we were told to do. Yep. But here on Inspire Her, the Total Woman podcast with Red and Fee, we are the friends you love to hang out with. We are here to inspire her, the Total Woman. Yeah. Hey, Red. Hey, Fee. How are you? I'm good. I am good. This is an awesome weekend. We are recording our podcast today in Savannah, Georgia. Red is here with me, guys. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. Our first episode, we get to record together. Yes, yes. I was excited about that. I was going to say the same thing. We're actually in the same state. Yep. We have a very special guest today. Our title is Life After Loss. And our guest, Sika Smith. Welcome, Sika. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a mom. I am a photographer um, and an artist in many different ways, um, but professionally, I'm a property manager. And so that's what I do with most of my time, uh, manage adults and manage my children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like you got your plate full. So Sika, we wanted to invite you in because you've had an experience of a tremendous amount of loss. So I kind of want you to walk us through um, your journey and talk to us about some of the things that you've experienced in the last couple of years. Um, so like most people, you know, um, we all have lost, but um, there's been a, a a much deeper focus, I guess, on loss in the last nine months. Um, uh, in 2021, on June 26, I lost my little brother. Um, he was 32 years old and um, he was... Uh, saving the life of a, of a child and, uh, and drowned in the process. Um, 60 days later, I lost my husband um, at the age of 39. Uh, but three days before that, we lost his brother. And just this past January, I lost my mother-in-law. So it's been um, a lot of loss. Wow. How are your kids doing? It's really affected his schoolwork. Um, and his teachers have been really compassionate. But we, we worry about how the school year will end. With the older one, there's been a couple of things, but he doesn't show it as much. So we just kind of just try to check in with him and check in with each other. It's, it's just a, depends on the day. Pretty much all you can do, right? Have you guys sought out any professional services? And if so, has it been helpful in your healing process? Um, myself and the youngest one has. Um, I've encouraged um, my oldest son too, but... You know, I'm I'm trying to allow him to be an adult, mm-hmm. you know, and make his own decisions. He is on his own. But yeah, my youngest son and I, we've done group therapy. Uh, maybe we were two or three months in and we started doing group therapy every other week. And just this past Tuesday, I started doing one-on-one because I, you know, I kind of had a moment in group therapy. So I thought it was important for me to, you know, talk to someone alone. So lots of great 
ideas that were shared there. And I, I do think it's helpful. Cool, cool, cool. When we came here, our girlfriend group came here a couple of years ago and you were our photographer and you mm -hmm. photographed us in some amazing pictures. Have you been able to get that passion back to do the photography or where are you with that? You know, I actually stuttered a little bit with the introduction to introduce myself as a photographer because I'm not as passionate about it anymore. The last time that I shot before I lost my husband, we did a wedding um, for a friend of mine. You know, I've turned down so much work because like he was my assistant. He, he called himself Sika's little helper. Yeah, I've tried to shoot um, since losing him. I, I've done two shoots. One was just me trying to be artistic, something that I had wanted to do. You know, I, I wanted a specific model. I was able to find that. And I, those pictures came out really dark, you know, but they expressed what I wanted them to express. And I, I, I shot for a family. They just, they've been a part of my family for, for years. I've shot them maybe like four times mm -hmm. and it just felt wrong to tell them no. That was hard, you know, that was hard to, um, you know, I have this way, you know, of interacting with my clients and I couldn't interact the same, but they had a new baby and I shot them when they were pregnant. And so I wanted to, and, but I, I, I haven't since then. I, it's just really hard to makes me think about Ryan. I could I could definitely speak to that because when you took my pictures, y'all were together with the chair mm -hmm. and he knew, you know, where to put the chair, mm -hmm. how to help you. And you kind of y'all y'all kind of like gelled and and it was and, and, and your son was there, too. And it was just it was just nice seeing y'all together. It became it together our thing, you mm -hmm. know, our uh, business. And, um, you know, we had. A lot of plans with with three olive green you know where i felt like he finally understood what my passion was and i was learning more about his passion i remember at that wedding i changed the setting on my camera because the lighting was different and he said see what you just did right there that's the same as me changing balls when the oil on the lane changes mm -hmm. because he bowled okay know? so just because it became our thing it's kind of hard for me to break away from from that and it just be my thing again mm -hmm. so for me and this has happened to me when i'm filling the space has he come to you in your dreams no <laughs> at first that was hard like i said i'm almost eight months in i'm okay with that now because i feel like he does communicate with me in different ways mm -hmm. um, how so i love these <laughs> stories how so well even just today Today I woke up early to take my son to bowling league. Mm -hmm. Both my bowls, uh, both my boys bowl now. They want to be just like that. <laughs> uh, my oldest son has my husband's boat now that he's gone. And so yesterday he says to Trey, "Did mom find the key to the motor yet?" And I said, "No, I haven't even looked. It's, it's been hard for me to go through his things." But I said I would look this morning. Woke up super early. Could have done a million things, but I spent two hours looking for that key and I could not find it. So now I'm running late. And I just stopped. I said, you know what, Ryan, you know where the key is. You know where it is. I'm not even going to look anymore. You're just going to bring it to me. When we got in the car, there was a series of things that happened. Like if I didn't put that there, then this wouldn't have went on top. And then there was this one thing that was on top that was um, out of order. And so I said, Trey, put this in the glove box. He says, which glove box? Ryan has two there. And I said, whichever one it will fit in, he opens the glove box and the key is right there. Wow. So this was within That's 30 cool. minutes of me saying, mm -hmm. you know, Ryan, just, just show me where the key is. But there's a song. Um, 
there's a song that um, Trey and I uh, recognize as Daddy's song. Mm -hmm. And right after my brother passed away, Ryan's brother was already sick. And so we took a trip to St. Louis because you know we wanted to see his brother just in case. And while we were there, it was this one song that just played over and over and over again on the radio, sometimes back to back. We try to avoid it. We would change the station. <laughs> It'd be playing on there. And so it was clearly like, I thought my brother was trying to send us a message, mm -hmm. you know? And so Trey and I was like, well, let's learn the words to the song. We get back to Savannah like three days later and we're still hearing the song. I thought that it was my brother trying to communicate with his wife and maybe I was supposed to give her a message. But anyway, after Ryan passed away, I'd say maybe a week into it, I was just sitting and the song was just playing in my head, the, the lyrics to the song. And I realized that the song was for me. And I, I still feel like my brother sent it to me, but it was so it can have a connection between me, Ryan, and Trey. Mm -hmm. Like since the three of us would hear it all together. And now when we have questions or we've made a decision or I'm wondering like, what would Ryan say about this? Or, you know, would he agree with this? And that song will come on. And it, to me, it's like a confirmation. Mm -hmm. Or when Trey and I are fussing, you know, it, a song will come on and I feel like it's Ryan saying, all right, y'all need to chill out. So um, just little ways. We, we have a series of numbers that we see also that we think, you know, is, is our angel numbers where he talks to us. But it comes at the right moments when we're questioning, like we say, uh, WWDD, uh, what would daddy do? So when we're wondering what would daddy do, you know, we'll, we'll get a sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the sun just started shining too. <laughs> I, don't know. I saw you, you look over. I was like, oh, the sun is shining. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, who has been your support system? I hope you're not one of those people that, oh, I don't want to bother anybody with what I'm going through. Um, I'm too much to people. People don't want to keep on hearing about this. Are you reaching out for support? Depends on the day. <laughs> See? Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that are there in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And in the very beginning, you just kind of want to be quiet. Yeah. You know, so they don't know what to do. My dad always says people mean well, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people don't know how to be there for you, you know, and, and that's okay. Like a text message is fine, but my mom stayed with me for the first four months and that was definitely necessary. It was, it was weird at times because I'm used to just being on my own, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm kind of like, you're in my way, but I appreciate it all because there were some days where I don't think my son would have really ate. I wouldn't have eaten if she wasn't there, like making a meal, you know, or helping to wash clothes. But after Christmas, I felt like it was important that I figure out how to do it on my own, you know, she can't be there forever. So um, she left. Trey and I have been in the house just supporting each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And um, my dad is definitely there. It's, it's hard sometimes because he lost a son and then he lost the son-in-law. Mm. So, you know, I don't want to always lean on him because I'm trying, you know, I try to be cautious of everybody else's grief also. But the young lady whose wedding that we shot, she actually works for me. That's been helpful. She can kind of tell. She'll close my door and say, uh, the manager's unavailable right now. Right, right. You know, so that's been helpful. Not so much anymore that I, do I need that, you mm -hmm. know, because I've learned how to like uh, what, what some of my triggers are. And so I know if I'm starting to feel this way, maybe I need to stand outside real quick and get some air. And so I'm not crying at work, you know, in the beginning, it was it was pretty tough. So there, there are a few people that will help if I call on them. It's just hard. You don't like, you don't want to reach out to someone and burden them. And then when you finally 
feel comfortable with reaching out to them. You think, well, if they don't receive it the way that I'm, you know, that I need them to receive it, then then that makes you feel even worse. So sometimes you just want to keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. But I will say it's it's important to 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 talk to someone, you know. Absolutely. It's important to get it out because um, holding it in, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure. And and I mean like physical pressure, you know, like you you can feel it in your chest. Sometimes you just gotta scream, you know, yeah. like you figure out ways to handle it. Okay. One of the reasons why I contacted you was because I saw you on Facebook and I said, you know what? She better not stop this because <laughs> she's doing a good thing. I mean, it stopped me because of your expression. You know how sometimes when you're recording something, it stops at a certain point. I was like, oh, what's going on? You know, I listened to it. I understood your grief. I appreciate it. But the message was like awesome. You know, like telling people, don't stop talking. You know, you got to talk about it. Mm -hmm. That was one of the reasons why I suggested that we do this podcast. Life after loss. How do you get from one moment to the next? And now it's eight months later. How did I get here? Mm -hmm. And that's valuable. You are helping a lot of people just by talking about it. So no, don't, don't, don't feel the need to stop talking. Don't feel the need to think that people don't want to listen. People don't want to hear it. Because there are people that are silently going through it. Absolutely. And you don't even know it. I want you to take us back to your love story. What's special about Ryan? You're just smiling and laughing. <laughs> so um, I've, I've been doing property management for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I started off as a leasing agent. And um, okay, this is a long story. I'm going to try to make sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Ryan was a resident. But um, so he came in. I must have run to the restroom because as I was coming back out, I saw my associate like taking this big bog out on a tour. And I'm like, dang, how did I miss this guy? I could tell he was in a golf stream uniform. <laughs> that, was like, that blue uniform. <laughs> I was like, well, I know he's making decent money. <laughs> I was supposed to be going to lunch, but when they came back in, you know, I just kind of sat around just being nosy and. We know yeah. you wanted to see. She's like, I'm going to check him out. But I, I eventually left. You know, she did lease the apartment to him. And um, I think it was supposed to be like two weeks before his apartment was ready. Well, he kept coming into the office, like when he got off of work and asking, could he use the computer lab? Because she had told him that he could use the amenities, you know, since mm -hmm. he had already leased. And um, one day she was like, you don't have to stop by every time. Like, just go straight back there. You know where it is. And uh, then she said, I think that guy likes you. <laughs> Like, he's, he's not coming to use the computer. He's coming to see you. Uh, but, um, well, but was he cute? <laughs> yes, definitely. He's, <laughs> at the time, at that time, I didn't recognize that. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, whatever. I missed out on the lease, whatever. Right. Um, but she was conveniently uh, busy when it's time to do his walkthrough. So I did his moving inspection with him. Mm -hmm. That was... Uh, that that was interesting. I do my whole, okay, if you need anything, just mm -hmm. let me know, okay, bye. You know, just like... <laughs> the kind thing, but he lingered at the door. He's like, wait a minute, I, I overheard you guys talking. You said you know how to cook. And I was just doing all these side mm -hmm. items. He was like, well, well, I can grill. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, maybe one day we can just cook something together. But um, he took that seriously and kept coming to the office. And one day I just decided, sure, I'll go to lunch with you. And um, we went to Seasons of Japan right there in uh, Baruch Plantation. And just sitting across the table from him, I just noticed his eyes. And I thought his Aww. eyes were so beautiful. And that was it. You know? he's a, he was a different 
type of person, like a different kind of man. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't even think that I have the words to express how like special he was, you know, how, how blessed I was to have him. And that has been helpful in, in grief. Like, not that I necessarily lost him, mm-hmm. but that, you know, I, I was his wife, you know, I was blessed to have him for mm-hmm. 10 years. Um, so I try to focus on, on that period and know that, you know, like my, my story has not concluded just, you know, the chapter of Ryan, you know, has concluded and then realizing that, you know, he was supposed to be in my life for 10 years Mm -hmm. and, and I have those 10 years, but yeah, he's, he's magical. I refer to him as my knight in shining armor. He was always smiling always and I did not realize like I'm from Savannah and so I know quite a few people even if I don't remember their name I know I'm from someplace Ryan's not from here you know and I did not realize how popular he was until he passed you know just with everyone who reached out you know everyone who was you know concerned the the cards the Bolinelli family the Gulfstream family you know, there was times when, you know, I tried to encourage him to uh, follow a different career path and just waking up that early in the morning, you know, like, why do you want to stay there? Why do you want to keep going there? You're tired. But when I met all those people, I knew why he kept going to work, you know, like everyone loved him, you know, and same with bowling. He bowled like, I knew bowling was a thing, but like when I met him, he's like, and we moved in with each other. He's like, um, I bowl on Wednesday nights. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, like every Wednesday. <laughs> like, okay. don't bother me. Yeah, like, bowling is a thing. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. Like I'm a professional. Yeah, <laughs> he really, he really, really was, and um, you know, he bowled probably four out of the seven night, you know, mm. nights a week. And to see all those people who loved him, like that's why he kept doing it. You know, whether he was in pain or tired like like he just kept going but he was loved by so many people like that's those were his arenas you know like those are the places where he was like king you know so and he chose you yeah I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how I captured the man you know um that's just one thing that I really just have to hold on to in this is just knowing that what we had was very special so um, it it's helpful and then it hurts at the same time, you know, because yeah, they tell you it's um, sweet, right? Like um, a lot of people say, well, just focus on all the positive moments, and you do, you know. I have lots of pictures of him around, and my brother too, you know. And then you think about the good moments, and you can laugh and you can smile, and then it brings you to a place where you're like, well, I'm not gonna have that again, yeah. and so you feel bad. It's a constant up and down roller coaster you know so it's really important to find the moments you know that that keep you upbeat that keep you happy you know I I try to stay busy you know I'm trying to craft I'm trying to organize you know (laughs) like I I just started um organizing his side of the garage Mm -hmm. because just touching his things can be emotional Mm -hmm. um and we will part with some of them eventually but not right now when you're ready, you yeah. do everything when you're ready. It's no timeline to grieve. Yeah. You grieve is no way, it's no right way, it's no right amount of time. 
and it, you never get over it. You just learn how to better deal with it. I saw it. Um, I, I read something that said it never gets easier. Mm -hmm. You just get stronger. Mm -hmm. And that was my next question. I was going to ask you, what have you learned about yourself in this last eight months? <laughs> A, a lot, um, a lot, <laughs> a lot. But I think um, I've more so learned like patience, um, I guess like tolerance and um, like some things just don't matter. Mm. Like there are so many people who, like even when you're driving, like it's just not that serious. You just cut me off. Okay, you gotta get there. Have that. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have it, yeah. You know, and, and what I do for a living, you know, in managing adults, you know, I have a job that has the potential to upset some people sometimes. Let them have their moment. You know, like the only thing I have to go by is the legal documents that we both agreed to. And that's what I'm going to stick by. My personal opinion does not matter in any of that. You know, like <laughs> before Ryan left, I liked having control over certain things, you know. And while I still like to be organized and I still like to have some level of control, I realize that we really don't have any control over anything. So like, why am I going to stress myself out over that? You know, like, is this going to affect my, my happiness, my well-being, my, my, my family? Like, I, it just doesn't matter. So you just kind of learn how to put things into perspective, you know, and the things that really matter, you know, you want to bring those things a little bit closer and then the things that don't just, let them go, you know, stuff, people, you know, I've lost some people that are still living, mm -hmm. you know, I've lost some people, um, some I've made the decision to put them out, some they kind of just put themselves out, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's okay, that's quite all right with me, because, you know, at the end of the day, my happiness needs to be the most important to me, or I can't be anything to anybody else. And, and I feel like everybody should feel that way about themselves also. I like that. I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I agree with that. What has kept you going in those most painful moments? Like I, I always tell my clients, allow yourself time to breathe and take this day. Just feel it. Just cry. Just feel it. Just go through it. I don't know. It's, it's hard to get out of the bed sometimes, but you know, I don't have a choice. Like, I went from a two-income household to a one-income household. We're still in the same place, you know? And so you still have to do what you have to do. But what keeps you going is knowing that, like, like this feeling sucks. I don't want to feel this way. Even though you don't have control over a lot of things, you, you kind of do have control over how you feel, you know? You can convince yourself. <laughs> that everything is okay for a little while, it will creep back up on you. That's where the roller coaster comes in. I don't know, just, I, I talk. <laughs> I talk it out. And like Felicia was saying, the, the Facebook post. So I, I do a lot of TikToks now. And it, it started on Facebook the day before Ryan passed, mm -hmm. where I realized I didn't have any control over what was gonna happen to him, but the least I can do is ask some, some people to pray for him. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was just going to just ask, hey, can you pray for Ryan Smith? And it turned into this big thing. A movement. Where, yeah. I got really emotional. And I think that's when I realized that it was a possibility that I could lose him. And that I, I just really, like, it's not something that I could do. Like, it's nothing I can do about it, you know? 
but I still felt like he would be okay. But um, it got shared and shared and shared and shared and shared. And shared. <laughs> and it was a hashtag because I shared it. Yeah. With my, I, said, I, I sent it to my friends and I said, remember the photographer. Please pray for her and her family and pray for her husband. Well, when he passed, my parents were like, you know, I, I wanted to put it out there immediately. And my parents just told me to just take the moment to just like soak it in, calm down. And um, anyway, I felt like I needed to share it with everyone since, you know, everyone had invested in praying for him. And so now everyone who even didn't know him, like cared for him and that, you know, they needed to know like how his story went. And so, you know, I shared that. And then I, I guess I was upset because I saw a billboard. The billboard said something along the lines of um, losing patience as far as like tolerance. Um, they said, we're, we're gaining patience as in sick people, but we're losing patience as in tolerance. Mm. And that really struck a nerve with me because I thought, how could someone who's supposed to care for people lose patience, lose tolerance? Mm. Because if you don't have that, then you're not caring at your highest degree. And I thought, you know, if, if the person who felt this way was caring for my husband, then maybe they didn't care for him as deeply as they could. And maybe that's why I lost him. Mm. And so I spoke on that and I thought, my audience is not big enough. Like no one cares. No one's going to hear this, but it made me feel better to say something. So my aunt suggested, she was like, why don't you get a TikTok? Are you talking on YouTube? And so, um, I got the TikTok because it allowed me to share, but also be separate. If, if that makes sense, like Facebook is, um, is like your family and friends and people who know you, who maybe already have like an idea of who you are and how you should feel where TikTok just kind of allowed me to talk to strangers. I don't care what you think about me. This is how I feel right now. So I was able to put more out there and, um, you know, and, and not care about the judgment. And I've gotten more reaction out of, you know, or from people that I don't know, you know, you know there are some people who've said, Hey, you know, I, I've lost my husband too. And, you know, Hey, you know, I've gotten encouragement from them. I've gotten thank you from them, you know, um, so it's, it's been a good place for me to, um, I guess just like release. Facebook support group is, is awesome. Um, it allows you to know that you're not alone. You don't have to be present and in person. You can just write your little note or you can read, which is awesome. But we talked a little bit about your husband. Tell us about your heroic brother. So was he younger, older than you? My brother was younger than me. He okay. was, um, 32 when he passed. Um, and he was associated with so many different organizations. He's great with his hands, an artist and a, a carpenter. Um, he was a husband as well. Um, his wife just turned 33 a few days before he passed away. I think the way he lost his life is just an example of the type of person that he was, you know, with no regard for his own safety. And I, I do have to add it. I mean, he... He was a great swimmer, you know, and so I'm sure he had no question about running into that lake. Um, it's just the type of lake that it was, you know, it had a very soft bottom and it just, you know, he, it, it just pulled him in. Um, 
but we all kind of agreed that he would not have changed his mind. He would have run in there, you know, because that's the type of person that he was, you know, right. to always help somebody else. Right. So Red was talking to you about, you know, what you've gone through and how COVID took a lot of people. We all know that. For someone who going through the same thing that you went through, but wasn't as vociferous as you are. What can you tell that person? Or maybe somebody that's going through it now, with you being eight months in. What can you tell that person about how you got from eight months ago to now? The honest answer is, is I don't know. Because, so I'm a part of a lot of grief groups on Facebook. Right. You know, one specifically for people who've lost their husband, you know, one that's just broad grief. I lost my mom, my son, you know, my cousin, you know, I remember being a month in, you know, and what that felt like. And there are moments when like, it feels just as raw, but there are many more moments where, where I feel like Sika, you know, Mm -hmm. or a new version of Sika. And I realized that I can survive without these people that I lost. I will read messages that say, I just lost my husband last week, you know, and I don't know what to say because I know at that moment when I was a weekend, it wasn't anything you could say to me that was going to make me feel better. And it's so much I want to say to that person, you know, but like she's going to react the same way I did. I did um, respond to uh, one message. And, and a lot of times I just read them, you know, and it helps to remind me of how far I've come. Mm-hmm. But I did respond to this one message. And I think the girl's name was Sherry um, because she was angry, you know, like she was just mad that her husband was taken away from her. And, and I just wrote her back and said, I remember that feeling you know but like it's it's going to get better and I hate saying that you know because the only thing I want is for Ryan to just miraculously appear Mm -hmm. um and that's something else that you kind of have to get over and I know like if this has just happened to you like you're watching the door just like I was you know just sitting on the couch waiting for him to come through the garage you know like maybe they got the wrong person or maybe he's in witness protection, something, you know, <laughs> like, but, um, so I don't know if better is the, is the right word to use, but it's going to get different. It's not going to hurt as bad. It's going to heal some, like you just have to remember who you are. And that's hard for a lot of people, you know, and I even look in some of these groups where, um, you've been with your spouse for 30 years and 40 mm. years, you know, I can just imagine like what that's like. Sometimes I, I think, Oh, I don't have anything to complain about. Like I was only with Brian for 10 years. They lost their spouse for 40 years, but then I bring myself back and I'm like, but I don't know what their marriage was like, mm-hmm. you know, like regardless of how long, you know, when you attach yourself to that person, like it does feel like a part of you has has been ripped away and I I read that a lot you know I feel like I just lost you know my soul you know a lot of these women don't want to be here anymore but just remind yourself like it's just a chapter 
like I'm here for a reason. They're still here for a reason. And my dad is always saying positives and negatives go hand in hand, you know? And so while you don't want to pull anything positive out of losing someone, I, I just have to think that I'm I'm being built for something more, mm-hmm. you know? And so maybe it's TikTok now, you know? <laughs> and 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 I, I don't know. It, it's it's your podcast, me sharing that may touch someone else who's dealing with that, you know? And and then maybe it's me speaking, you know, like motivationally. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know that all of this back to back to back you know, is, is because it's supposed to be conditioning me for something greater. And, and I would say that to them, you know, ask yourself, why are you still here? There's a reason why you're still here, you know, or you'd be gone too. like, just find, like revisit and try and find who you are. You know, you, you do things in the meantime, find a craft. My brother suggested I find a hobby. So you just, you are finding things to fill in the blanks but you need to like really tap into who you are and who you were before that person. Do you still like some of those things? Can you explore some of those things? You know, have a conversation with yourself. It's okay to talk to yourself, talk to them. I talk to Ryan all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and just all that stuff gives you comfort, but just realize there's a reason why you're still here. And that, that, that'll start to give you encouragement. Like eight months in is, is not a long time. And I know like I have a really, really long journey. That's, I think that's the hardest part, like, because you ask, like, you know, it's 24 hours in a day, you know, like, you're going to wake up and you're going to go to work and somebody's getting on your nerves, but you know, you're going to get off at five and, you know, you know, you get to take that nice hot bath and you know, you get to go to sleep. So, you know, when it's going to end, but you just don't know when this is going to end, right. when the feeling is going to end. And I think that's the most part, the, the part that tortures you the most, but you just have to know that it's going to feel different. You're going to feel better. And when you find your reason why you're still here, like, I don't know. It's just different. And I'm sitting over here. What a strong woman. Do you feel like you're strong? Would you consider yourself strong? (sighs) Sometimes I feel strong. You know, I feel best when I'm helping somebody else. And, and I think the obvious Part of that is just that because I'm not focusing on myself, you know. Um, I feel strong sometimes, but it's, I don't know. It, I can be riding down the road and, and I just cry, you know. But I, I guess you have to expect that. And that's what I would say to anybody else. Like, don't think, oh, I've gotten so much better. I'm at this point. Oh, no, I cried. I must have relapsed, you know. I must have fallen back. No, it's a part of the journey. Like you're going to cry. (laughs) You're not going to cry as much, you know, as time goes on. But when it happens, when it, when it shocks you, like figure out what it was around you that made that happen, you know? Like, so that's where finding your triggers and knowing how to, how to deal with those things, um, made a difference to me. So which one of your sons is more like him has his personality? Um, I think they're in competition with each other. They don't even know. <laughs> so, Everybody want to be like that. Yeah. No, he was definitely the most popular person in the house. Like, <laughs> when, when he would pull up, we could hear the truck. You know, I drive his truck now because I just feel his essence, you know, in the truck, like mm-hmm. from all his road trips to him falling asleep on his lunch break in the <laughs> truck. <laughs> like, but, um, the oldest one definitely um he's a great bowler he is but 
my understanding is Ryan used to have the bowling balls on one hip and the, and the baby on the other <laughs> hip. So RJ's been in the bowling alley since he's been a baby. And so he definitely picked that up. He loves um, fishing. So like he has his dad's boat now. Uh, I'm, it was hard for me to let it leave my house. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that was a powerful thing for me to do also is to release it and let it go I wasn't going to do anything Mm -hmm. with it and RJ can enjoy it the way that his dad did um he took it out today actually (laughs) um he loves to fish and you know he's picked up his dad's like mechanical skills you know um Trey just that was his best friend Mm -hmm. and and he'll say that to me sometimes you know mommy I lost my best friend and and I don't know how to be that person to him um so you that's what we have to be that's what we do the <laughs> wwdd what we daddy do <laughs> but um so that's why he's in the bowling now also um just they both just want to be you know i think it's going to be a competition mm-hmm. you know forever with the two of them on who can be most like that that's just cool that well, as a professional cool. i i definitely hear that you're on the right path to healing you're gonna go through some bumps but what you're saying is everything that someone would want to hear, to hear that you are progressing through this and you're in that healing process now. Knowing that I'm going to have my moments and days and times and it's completely okay. But I just feel really good about, you know, just hearing your story and the direction that you're going in. And know that you are helping. Somebody's listening that needs to hear what you have to say. We think people aren't listening to us. Our group out there, we call them friends from Inspire Her, Total Woman. You guys, I'm, I'm talking to Sika Smith, and we're talking about life after loss. And I just want her to know that people are out there listening. This podcast is going to help somebody. You are going to help somebody. People remember what you went through. I mean, it wasn't... It, Ryan, of course probably was the biggest piece of it, but you had four people and you are surviving. You are helping other people. And you may not think that you're teaching anybody anything, but people watch. You'd be surprised at how many people know what you're saying out there. You know, you have clueless that I was watching. You didn't know that, you know? So a lot of times we, we want to, uh, minimize our loss or our pain, but you can't do that, you know. And we're at the point right now where we want to ask you a question. Okay. What would you say? And you can take a minute and think about it. But what would you say to Ryan right now? He 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 okay. right here. We know. Then we know he that here. he's right he's here. He's present and in the moment. <sighs> it's so much. <laughs> it's so much that I would want to say and I've thought about that before you know you want someone to come back so badly and if they if they walk through the door like then what do you behave differently than you did before you know are you now like extra clingy because you you remember that they went away and you don't want them to go away anymore like what would be different I've thought about that and 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 I don't know if if I only had a few seconds I would just tell him you know, I miss him. I would just tell him that I love him. You know, when I, my my youngest son will tell you this. When I walk into the house every day, uh, when Ryan was here, the first thing I would say was, where's my husband? 
<laughs> and when I would find him, I'd make sure he knew, you know, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then Trey would get attention. <laughs> but um, if I just had a few seconds with him, I, I don't even know if I would say anything. I just would want to hold him. I would just want to hug him. I miss holding his hands. His hands were so big and our fingers would be weird <laughs> many times. So we would, we would hold pinkies. I miss that. He was so tall and I could just lay my head on his chest, you know. I didn't have to feel weird about being tall. I know a lot of tall girls feel that way. Because most guys are short and tall and <laughs> play basketball. I can't get <laughs> But I just would want to hold him. Um, and if I could just speak for a, a little second, I would just tell him that I love him. I love him and, you know, and thank you. Like, because there's so much that Ryan prepared me for. I didn't even know that I was in 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 class in training yeah, i didn't know that he was he was training me to be where i am now but i mean from using my hands you know from using the the drill from you know getting the car work going questions to ask you know people to trust like even how i how i look at people like i i would trust so much so immediately and I just see the world differently. And I feel like when he passed on and, and my brother too, like there's pieces of their character that are a part of me now, you know, but especially my husband being with him in the same house, watching him, hearing him, his habits, the things he read, like I would just have to tell him, thank you for, for preparing me, you know, and, and building me and strengthening me, you know, without my knowledge, like, because wow. I'm ready for, I'm ready to handle this because of what he put into my world. Wow, that's amazing. And that's a good man. Yes. That's yeah. a good man. Yeah. That is something to definitely be proud of yeah. and feel appreciative of. And God got you, girl. He got you. He yeah. got you. And so does Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's my guys, we we're sitting here and we're sitting by this um big uh screen door and it was gray outside when Sika came. It was it was a little gray and then all of a sudden we're sitting here talking and Sika's talking and Ren said the sun is coming out and that sun <laughs> has gotten very bright just while we were talking. Yeah. Yep. Cuz it's, it's still gray out there. So <laughs> yep. he's just peeking out yep. right there. Yep. It is. On one yeah. side of the house is gray and on the other side the sun is shining. I mean literally right here, right here on us. Yeah. So so thank you Ryan. You appreciate <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> I know he's so proud of you also. He's so proud of you. I I, I hope so. I, I actually did a a TikTok the other day when I was cleaning his side of the garage mm -hmm. and I felt like I made a difference there, but it was hard because I would always go to him and say, look what I did. Look what I did. You know, and for him to say, you know, you did a good job. Like I would always seek that from mm -hmm. him, but I'm learning to praise myself, you know? Right. So, yeah. um, that's a good thing. Yeah. Ryan, your woman is doing good. <laughs> she is doing good. And I'm sure he knows that. He sees it. He's there. You feel him. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank for you for coming. Because I, at for one point, I was like, I don't think she's going to be able to do it. I don't think she's going to be able to do it. She called me. She's going to do it. She's going to do it. You know, so we, we appreciate that. We know how hard it is. 
I just want to say thank you. Well, I appreciate you all for listening and allowing me to. Yes. To yes. share. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We, you got through it. and, and um, Part of healing. Yep. And friends out there, we want you to know, and, and if Sika will allow us, we want a picture of the two of you, one of the ones that you love the most, and we want to share it with our okay. group. Um, we got an intimate group of this, about 260 some women in this group. And we want to be able to share that picture. And also of your brother, if you have yeah. one of you and your brother, because he's definitely a hero. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. His definitely. name was Rashad. Rashad. Yeah, Rashad. Yes. Rashad Walker. Yeah. Rashad Walker. Life is, like you said, it's, it's going to be different. Yeah. You're going to look back and say, gosh, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I made it through and I'm, I'm, on, a, I'm on a different side. And I'm okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And you never know. Who knows? A couple years from now, maybe next year, whatever, you might be standing on somebody's stage helping other people through it. You have, in listening to your um, TikToks and things, you have a way of, a lot of people don't know how to let that emotion out and still be able to handle themselves. Mm -hmm. And people need to see that I can be emotional. I don't have to hide it. I can be emotional. Take me as I am. If you don't want to hear me, cut me off. (laughs) But somebody wants to hear you. And and I was I was listening. I appreciate you all. We we both were listening. And and as soon as I introduced it to Red, she was like, Yeah, let's do that. People need to hear that. So we appreciate you coming out here, hanging out with us. That's right. Thank you. We commend you. So guys. Sika Walker Smith came and hung out with us and, and, and shared herself with us. And we are going to put a picture of them out in the group. So if you are not in the group, you want to be in there because you want to see this and you want to hear this. You can join Inspire Her, the Total Woman. It's a group on Facebook and we will allow you to enter if you request us. You can listen to us on any of your major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, we're on a majority of the major platforms and YouTube. Join us out there and, and listen and give us your feedback. And if you have been through this, we appreciate your comments. I'm sure Sika would appreciate your comments. We'll share those with her. Red, you have anything else you want to say? No, I think just again, thank you so much and continue with your progress and your healing. All right, guys, we are saying goodbye. Peace out. We are here to inspire her, the total woman. Yay.